There's people living in vans that think it's cute. My dreams have gone digital. My birthday from hell continues. And I was walking around the other day with a bag of bagels and I looked homeless. Welcome to the show. It's the I Can Complain podcast. My name is John. Just be happy to get a gift, they said. Just be happy that somebody gave you something, they said. I said I'd rather not have anything at all than be inconvenienced and get another goddamn gift card. I don't want another gift card. Welcome to the show, by the way. I don't want another gift card the rest of my goddamn life. It's cash or it's check or I don't need anything at all. If you want to buy me something, you can buy me something, but don't send me another goddamn gift card. I'm tired of getting gift cards. I got a gift card to Starbucks. Starbucks. I haven't been to Starbucks in six months. I got I made the decision on Tuesday and this will this will tell you how serious I, I am about not going to Starbucks. I don't have many apps on my phone, but on Tuesday I uninstalled the app. Yes, I did. I uninstalled the Starbucks app. And my friend Brett, who's been on the show, she used to work at Starbucks. She used to be my barista. And I texted her and I said I uninstalled the Starbucks app today. And you know when I when I said that, I thought of the uh song Picture by I thought it was by Cheryl Crow, but evidently it's by uh Kid Rock. But when she's when she says I put your picture away, that's what I that's what I said. I had to use like Cheryl Crow's energy from when she wrote that song, or I guess it's Kid Rock's energy from when he wrote that song. I had to channel that energy to find the strength to uninstall the Starbucks app. And Brett's reply was, "I'm proud of you." And then I went on to tell her about how I channeled the inner my inner Cheryl Crow. And I sat down and cried today. That's what I told her. I said I uninstalled this app, and I sat down and I cried today which is a perfectly normal thought to have. Play the music. There was a boy, a young boy, a boy much younger than he is now. He was he was like 10 years younger. And he started going to Starbucks on a regular basis. Well, he really started going out for coffee on a regular basis. Sometimes it was at Starbucks and sometimes it wasn't at Starbucks. Three damn days and he would go to these Starbucks because they were convenient and they were reliable and consistent. And he would go to these Starbucks and he would buy himself camera macchiatas and espressos and he wondered if he could ever quit drinking coffee. He wondered that. But it took him a long time to break the addiction. Took him a really long time to break the addiction of triple espressos, an occasional latte, dare I say an extra caramel caramel macchiato. He became addicted to sugar as well as caffeine. Not Splenda, but real sugar. Next to her. And yes, he did. He started going to other coffee shops, too. He started cheating on Starbucks with other establishments. Local coffee purveyors. His addiction got worse and worse. It got to the point to where I was, I mean, he, to where he was drinking six shots of espresso a day. Just to have the courage to leave the home and venture out into the cruel world. This was a younger man. But as the man grew older, he decided to break his addiction to caffeine. 
He didn't want to go to the Starbucks anymore. And he's too lazy to make coffee at home. So one day, one fall day, the boy said, I'm going to uninstall the Starbucks app. I'm going to uninstall the Starbucks app and I'm never going to look back. Took a lot of courage to do this. His fingers trembled as he opened his Android app. He opened the settings. He opened the settings of the Starbucks app. He had done this many times before, but this time he was going to find the courage. He was going to find the courage to finally do it. And as his finger, as his finger hovered over the uninstall button. He thought of all the good times that he had at the Starbucks, and then he remembered all the times that he stood in the line and had to like elbow people all the way just to grab his shit off the counter. And he said, I'm not going to Starbucks anymore. And he found the courage. He found the courage to hit the button. And he uninstalled the app from his phone. Yes, he did, ladies and gentlemen, he did it. He wasn't going to drink any more coffee. I thought about you for a long time. He had thought about it for a long time. Can't seem to get you off my mind. And he couldn't get the Starbucks off his mind, but he finally I did it. He didn't understand why he was living life that way. I found your picture and as he texted his friend Brett, he realized, I swear I'll change my done it. He had channeled his inner Cheryl Crow and Kid Rock. And he had uninstalled the app forever. And he was never looking back. And then he turned right around the next day and he opened up a late gift and it was a $25 Starbucks fucking gift card. And he realized just when you think you're out, they pull you back in. So I guess I'm going to have to reinstall the app now. Fuck me. They just called and said, they want me to come back home. Back home to Starbucks. Fuck you, Starbucks. Pure, 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 pure Russian rainwater. Friends, it's John here, live on the streets of St. Petersburg, Russia hitting out new camouflage cans of pure Russian rainwater to all the Russian people. I do check IDs, by the way. We are not giving them, we are not giving these cans to anyone except they are, if they are native-born Russian. That's the only way we, that's the only people we give these cans to. You can buy cans back in the United States, though, if you're interested. It's pure Russian rainwater. I've been accused recently, well, I've been accused now for six straight months of supporting the Russians just because uh, this is a uh, company that is just founded. The clouds choose to come down to almost ground level and see their water into pails where the Russians collect it. We bottle up. We call it pure Russian rainwater. It's delicious. Do I side with Vladimir Putin? Do I side with the Russians? You're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. I side with the Russians. Have you tasted this shit? It's delicious. Pick up a case of pure Russian rainwater everywhere. It's 96% pure now. 
Fuck me. That's some good water. People ask me, they, they ask me, do you know that you're in the middle of a bad show when you're in the middle of it? Do you know that you're in the middle of a train wreck halfway through or whatever? Yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> you definitely do. You definitely realize when it's going off the rails. Um, there's no way that you can walk around carrying a large paper bag full of bagels and look anything other than completely homeless. That's the conclusion that I came to this past Wednesday. And it sets you up for a good mugging because they were everything bagels in every corner I rounded. I figured you could probably smell these bagels from about two blocks away. And I was downtown and I was walking to my car and I said, God damn, John. You look completely homeless. You're carrying around a paper bag full of bagels. It looks like it's the only thing you have in life, which might lead you to believe that you wouldn't get mugged because people would look at you and they'd be like, this guy doesn't have shit. This guy doesn't have a wallet or a cell phone. The only thing he has is a bag of bagels. But that wouldn't prevent a mugging because if you're on the absolute lowest rung of society, every single person can take advantage of you. If you're really at the bottom, you're not. You're actually going to get taken advantage of even ev- for every last dime you have. They're going to they're going to they're going to mug you for the bagels and the last two dimes in your pocket. You can bet your ass on that. I was walking around though. And uh, I was walking around with these bagels, and I hit the bottom, and I saw a van, and I said, John, you belong in that van. You, I might as well live in a van at this point. And then I thought to myself, is the van life trend over? Have they run out of money? Did Gabby Petito, did Gabby Petito put an end to van life forever? If you remember that story. I told you that story had no legs from the beginning. They found the guy that did it relatively quickly. I said, this isn't going to be a great murder mystery. But yeah, Gabby Petito put an end to that van life shit, maybe. I read a story a couple weeks ago, though, uh, about a uh, van life not being as glamorous as it appears. When you actually get on the road and start living that van life, who would have guessed it isn't as glamorous as it appears? No shit, it's not glamorous. You live in a goddamn van. No matter how nice it is, at the end of the day, it's a van. I imagine real-life van life, you're actually like getting out and grazing on grasses on the side of the road and forging on off roadkill that buzzards have left behind or some shit <laughs> the only thing i can, can compare it to is going back to the wild west probably that's what i imagine van life to be you're living a nomadic lifestyle traveling around in search of a better land it's almost like they roam far and wide it's the abortion caravan ladies and gentlemen let's talk to one of them like we always do hello hello I'm glad you're here, actually, because uh, I have a news story here that says abortion numbers are soaring in North Carolina because uh, it's no longer legal in surrounding states. Yeah, we've we've come in search of an abortion, and all the doctors here, they're very busy. They're very busy, and they keep telling us to come back tomorrow, come back tomorrow. And I've had to tell some of the doctors, like, the, the baby is breaching. Part of the baby is exposed right now, doctor. And uh, we, wanna, we would like to get an abortion, so we've had to take it in. We've, you want to talk about a late-term abortion? Holy shit. Yeah, we've had to take it into our own hands. We're, we're, we've come prepared. Um, Jeremy, fire it up. That is a beautiful covered wagon, by the way. What is Jeremy going to fetch? What is... We, we've had to take it into our own hands. What, what is he doing? We've had to uh, take it into our own hands and uh, we got to get these babies out one way or the other. Somebody get the fucking chainsaw away from it. We're gonna kill that woman. Now we're pretty experienced right now. This is this is the fourth one we've done today. I've never seen such precision with a chainsaw. You're absolutely right. Jeremy is a master. 
Yeah, he's pretty good. Worst. This is the worst abortion caravan ever. That's disrespectful. I don't know who that's disrespectful to, but that's disrespectful to somebody. All right, let's try and get the show back to reality somewhat. The caller line, 818-336-1146. That's the voicemail number. You can call it any time. You can leave me a message. Maybe I'll play it on the show. Hey, John, I got something for you to discuss on your next show. Explain why No Nut November and No Shave November, why are they in the same month? I mean, yeah, they got November at the end of them, but why? What's what's the point of having them both in the same month? Just so you can end up with a bunch of like disheveled, horny men by the end of November? I'd love for you to dive deep into that one. Well, it's dangerous is what it is, if you want my real opinion on it. It is very dangerous to do this in the month of November. You already have to go and see your family for Thanksgiving. And it's particularly dangerous this year. Because there's a lot of marriages, guys, that barely, and I mean barely, made it through the pandemic. Barely made it through quarantine intact. And now you've got to go to Thanksgiving dinner, and by that point you'll be unkempt unshaved, unbathed, and you wouldn't have nutted in 20 days. Does this sound like a recipe for disaster, particularly this year to anybody? A lot of marriages that are on the brink of failure. And you're sitting around the table, early Thanksgiving dinner, you're sitting around the table, and your wife looks at you and she said, why haven't I left this piece of shit yet? Look at him. He's disheveled. He's unshaved. He won't nut. (laughs) He's useless. And you're going to look across at your wife this Thanksgiving and you're going to say, why am I still with this bitch? I would love to just go to a strip club right now, but I can't even go to a strip club right now for the fear that I'll nut in my pants. These are real dilemmas that we're going to run into this year at the Thanksgiving table. This is another one of those Thanksgivings, the one coming up. This is another one of those where you're going to wake up 930 at night because you passed out at 4 p.m. because you drank a little bit too much whiskey after the turkey. And you wake up on the couch and you realize that you've thrown up on yourself again this year. You're going to realize, once again, if you would have passed out on your back, you'd be dead right now. Because you were so blackout drunk, because you couldn't stand your relatives, that uh, you just drank to the point of excess to where you puked. And if you would just fall asleep on your back, you wouldn't have to deal with any of this shit anymore. So maybe you will divorce your wife. Maybe you will divorce your wife and maybe you will continue to not bathe and just not nut. And it's dangerous. It's bad for the economy. Nobody's going to strip clubs. And it's dangerous, particularly for our kids. A lot of abusive fathers out there, it's a dangerous time to be alive. You don't want to run up against a man who hasn't busted a nut in three weeks and isn't looking forward to Thanksgiving dinner. If you're seven years old and you're a little boy or a little girl out there and you're listening to this, first off, you shouldn't be listening to this. But if you are listening to this, I want you to do one thing this Thanksgiving, and that's hide. I want you to hide like you've never hid before because the repercussions of you not hiding could be a backhand or a backhand from daddy. That's what's going to happen this year. This is a particularly dangerous year. We're just coming out of the pandemic. We're just coming out of the pandemic. We don't know how to handle these get-togethers yet. We did it last year, but at that point, the marriage, guess what? You got that little, you got that little bump when you got out of quarantine. You got that little bump where um, it's kind of like how a, a really sick person, if you're really sick, sometimes you'll like have like a really like good day or two days before you finally die. That's where the marriage was last year. It was it was we thought it was recovering. 
We thought it was recovering for a lot of you uh, men and women out there, but it turns out it was that last little bump of happiness before like utter despair for the rest of your life if you don't leave him. That's where you're at, ladies. You gotta leave him this Thanksgiving and do it at the Thanksgiving table. I didn't think this would turn into a Thanksgiving rant, but this is a Thanksgiving rant now. The best time to leave your your um, significant other is going to be at the Thanksgiving table this year, right when he has a bite of that cranberry sauce. You look him in the eye and said, "I'm," and you say, "I'm leaving your, de- I'm leaving your deadbeat, unwashed, unkempt ass." Sick of your shit. Say it like that. Say I'm sick of your shit. You can't even nut. <laughs> and the kids, guys, if they escape the abuse, they have to go to school. They have to go to school. And the month of November, I don't know school shooting numbers, and I, I'm not going to pretend like I looked it up, but the month of November has to be one of the most active months for school shooters, and I'm not really joking, because if these boys are trying, I don't want the young boys across this nation to attempt to not nut for 30 days. Boys, I need you nutting on a regular basis. You know, when you start a podcast, you never think you'll be talking. First off, no boys are listening to this, but you never think you're going to be talking to young men and tell them and tell them to nut on a regular basis. Fuck me. Point is, it's a dangerous time to go to school because these school shooters, these potential school shooters, are going to turn into real life school shooters if we don't allow them to at least nut. I'm a proponent. You've heard my strategy, guys. I'm not going to go on and on about it, but we get new listeners all the time. I want a sex worker in every school because if these boys could get pleasured, on at le- they at least have the option to be pleasured when they walk into that school with that AK. Please give them another option. Now we, we're saying that they can't even nut at home. They can't even nut at home. Meanwhile, their fathers can't nut. The relationship at home's not good. It's not a good family dynamic. So yeah, it's scary. November's a scary month. And obviously it's all one big joke, but I, I do give second thought to when I see a homeless looking man downtown carrying a brown paper sack that I can only assume is filled with bagels. I can only think to myself when I see that man, this guy used to live in a house with his wife and kids until that one faithful day last November when he was sexually frustrated, hadn't shaved or bathed in weeks, and in a loveless marriage. And he decided to backhand one of his kids, so his wife divorced him and now look at his ass on the streets carrying a brown bag of bagels. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Alright, so in the intro, I said I'm dreaming in digital now. I had a dream the other night, and in the middle of the dream, an ad played. I was trying to press the skip button to skip the ad in the dream. Hey, if you haven't sent me a gift yet, my birthday was on the 28th of October. Don't send me anything. I don't want it. I'm not interested. You can still send me cash. I'll accept cash. Fuck job. Fuck job. Right. You'd be the next Tucker fucking Carlson or Rush Limbaugh, huh? I think you could. I think you could. See you guys next Tuesday. Everybody have a good week. Bye. Don't 
Don't give anybody an abortion in the back of a wagon with a chainsaw. Fuck me. I said I'll use the chainsaw sound effect. I'll use the chainsaw sound effect. How bad could the bit go? you we just met a couple of minutes ago for all i know you might be a pot smoking jaded wild-eyed radical dropout i am a pot smoking jaded wild-eyed radical dropout i love you